Today in the Diz List, we discuss my takeaways from my time at Disney's California Adventure. Welcome to the Diz List, the podcast that ranks everything in Walt Disney World. I'm Nick. And I'm Rob, and welcome to episode 42, where we discuss my recent trip to Disney's California Adventure. I am stoked for this episode because I know how much you absolutely loved your time in this park. You know, I did a lot of preparation for this trip, and, you know, I learned a lot about Disneyland, and I was very curious about California Adventure. It's not that I, I mean, I, of course I was excited, but let's just say that you'll find out in today's episode yeah. how I really felt about this park. So I'm I'm just going to give you a warning that I was thinking on the way over to record today about, you know, the, this episode. And one of the things I decided was, I think the, the listeners need to get an, also a, a synopsis. So... What I mean by that is, after you're done discussing the California Adventure, I'm probably going to ask a couple questions just overarching about Disneyland Resort in general. Okay. Just because I I know some of your takes that I'd like for the listeners to hear. Yep. Um, But, like, stuff that just was between the two parks totally. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I'd like to talk about that. Um, And, you know, I I think that, you know... it's been great living vicariously through through your trip out there. So well, and you know you're going at some point, so it's not right, like right. Oh, I wish I could. You know, you're you're gonna go in a few years. Yeah, I mean the plan right now is that uh, we would like to go to Alani um, in a couple of years with our DVC points, and probably what we'll do is on the way stop off in LA, see some friends and family out there. That's a long flight, so that's a good idea. Yeah, do it in um, chunks. So go to LA, hang out for a couple of days make the rest of the jump over to yeah. to Alani. And I'll, I'll add in my two cents on this, because I'm sure this will come up later, but it, it works in conversation, is one day for each park is still not enough. Mm-hmm. I mean, you'll hear me talk about, I mean, if you listen to the previous episode, or if you didn't, go back and listen to that one. That one is all about Disneyland. We didn't get to do everything. And yeah. we had Genie Plus, and our family, when we go to the parks, we go hard. Right. Like, we're not just chilling. Occasionally, we do, just to rest, but... Same thing with with DCA. So, by the way, if I say DCA, it means Disney California Adventure. We're going to use that a lot during this episode. So, when I was at DCA, we again, we went real hard. Yeah. Still didn't get to do everything. I mean, I think that the best plan of action is to have probably two days per park. Yeah. And you can relax a little bit, too. That's that's a great plan. Um, I think if we go back, I would probably do that or three with a hopper day. Right. I don't know that I would be able to swing four days in a trip that's also going to Alani, but yeah. maybe we'll see. Well, it, even if you do what we did and we did one day each, you really feel like you get a, a, a really good feel for it. And I didn't leave going, Oh man, I really wanted to do X, Y, Z, A, B, C, like maybe one or two things. I'm bummed. I didn't get to yeah. do, but there, you know, I got to do all the main things. I So wanted another, to. another thing I'm considering because I do believe now our friends over at rope drop and park hop could probably help me out with this. Um, and, and send me a message uh, if, if they listen to this and hear this. Um, I believe at Disneyland, I could buy four-day tickets, and I could bookend a trip to Aulani, two days at the beginning, two days at the end, and I could do two days Disneyland, two days 
uh, DCA, I believe, because I think it's 14 days you have to use your tickets, whereas at Disney World, it's different, which I don't understand. That's why an, two... I never thought of that. That's a yeah. good idea because you have that X amount of time to use them. And yeah. I mean, you still have to do the park reservation at this yeah. point. But again, I mentioned this earlier, that's a long flight. Yeah. And you have younger kids. Well, they'll be old. I mean, I'm talking in two years. It's well, not going to be. The flight from they'll be your New York. The, the flight from New York to L.A. was long. Yeah. And imagine doing New York to L.A. to Hawaii. I mean, that's far. So I love oh, I know. that idea seems perfect. Like if we were ever to do Alani, I think that's the way to do it is you just hang in Los Angeles for a couple of days. Right. Stay in one of the local. Well, also know this, that like. It's not super close to the airport. I mean, there's multiple airports, oh, I, yeah, airports I'm aware. in L.A. But Well, Mike, I have family who lives, like, literally on the backside of Oh, you LAX. told me that. I yeah. forgot you told me that, yeah. So I I could probably swing a spot if I needed to. Cool. Um, I certainly would have a spot to, like, hang out, you know, if it was a shorter layover, like just a one day. Yeah. I don't know if he'd want to have us at the house for four days, but hey. Hey, you'll be at the park most of the time. Yeah. I'll see you soon, Jesse. Now you're <laughs> you're going this summer. You're going to World, right? Yeah, I am. Yeah. So I've been meaning to ask you this: like, how many days out are you? Can you? So we're just can you book anything. We're like, just about at the century mark. Um, I can't book anything um, yet, but we're in like the hardcore research what we want to do thing. Did you buy park tickets yet? Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's all. We've all gotten that all taken care of. And we have our park reservations, which I'm hoping that even by the time we get there, that doesn't matter. But who knows? It probably still will. Um, I'd like to see them. We did. We got park hoppers. I'd like to see them uh, remove the two o'clock restriction on that. But you never know. You got them um, for every day park hopper. Uh yeah. Good. Yep. Um, that the, way you can go through Epcot if you need to and all that good stuff. Right. Well, we're we're staying at Bay Lake Tower, so we the reason we added it was because we're walking distance to Magic Kingdom. So no yeah. matter what park you're at. You can do that yeah. at night. Oh, you know, to. I want a snack. I want to go pay $10 for some egg rolls or spring <laughs> spring rolls or whatever they are. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of money and, like, food, uh, in our research, we've been really – we have always wanted to dine at Cali Grill. You know, people who are longtime listeners know that, that we are a table service family and that our kids are foodies with along with us and – we like Where a good is California restaurant. Grill. So California Grill is the restaurant on the top of the Contemporary, and we were so excited that they were going to be ending their 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 um what do you want to call it the celebration meal that they had for the fiftieth, and they ended it and they kept the prefix. And I'm like, what are we doing? I wish Disney would would stop doing this, but I know why they did it, right? So right now it's eighty nine dollars for a Disney adult, which means my son would be. Paying eighty nine dollars because he, you know, loves food like Wait, you. Wants which, the big steak, right? And... Which is is fine. That my son would have to pay or eat off of the adult menu. I'm fine with that because he would order off the adult menu. But my son does not need, nor does my table need, with the four of us, the three adults and one child, four appetizers, four entrees, and four desserts. We don't need that much food. I don't care. I probably would spend as much or more money if it were a regular menu, but I don't like being told you have to get it in this format. Yeah. Um, and I've seen some reviews, and the sushi rolls don't look like they used to look at California Grill. Um, the food is, you know, looks amazing as far as the entrees go, but 
I just don't like that format. I don't understand. Well, take that back. I understand exactly why Disney's doing this. Yeah. It's it's the fault of the person who gets the 745 reservation. Yeah. And, and jumps, just, goes up there, I'll asks get a cup of coffee. Yeah, asks for the window seat. The waitress comes over. The waiter comes over. Whomever the cast member comes over, takes their order, and I would like a cup of coffee, and we will split a slice of cake. It's <laughs> like, okay, so that twenty five dollars that you're spending is not what really that reservation's for. Yeah, you know, a family of four going up there. And doing this because they they do it. People would would do this before, spending forty bucks. You know, getting getting their kids some cake, getting them a cake, having some coffee, whatever. Maybe a cocktail. That's not what that reservation is for. That reservation is for the people who are going to drop the two hundred fifty three hundred dollars. And I'm sorry, I understand that everybody wants to hack their way into seeing the fireworks from up there. Here's an idea: buy your meal there. Like, I don't get the idea that you would do that. And that's what's happened. Now Disney is like, well, we don't want to lose money. We, don't, we want that table to have to spend this money. So now mm-hmm. it's $89 an adult. No matter what. And thirty seven ninety nine um for a child. Yep. Which, I like I said, the money is not the issue. The issue is I don't like being told this is how you're going to enjoy your meal. You're right. going to enjoy it with, with – and they take the whole order at the at the beginning. I don't like that. Like – I'm not going to know before I consume my steak what dessert I'm in the mood for. If I, if I'm super full, I'm going to get a different meal than if I'm like comfortable, yeah. right? I'm not going to get a big huge slice of cheesecake or you know, a creme brulee if I'm full, super full, right? I'm going to be looking at like maybe the sherbet or you know, sorbet, I should say, not sherbet. Where did I get that? I don't know. sorbet. I, don't know. I but, always used to say that. Yeah. I know, but like it's sorbet that that they would have, not Sherbert. Sure. Bert. Sherbert. <laughs> it's Bert. I'm sorry. We can have the vote on this too. Sherbet is not a thing. Sherbert. Nah, I'm on the same team as you for this one. Okay. Anyway. Uh, um, but that's some of the stuff with food. Oh, exciting news. My favorite breakfast meal is coming back. Garden Grill. Oh, right. The rotating restaurant in Epcot. Yeah, you told me about that years ago, how much yeah. you loved it, and I've been trying to get yeah, that. it's back. Good. I'm so excited. And I wanted it for breakfast, because they had it at lunch and dinner yeah. for a while. No, they, currently. Yeah. They brought it back, and that's what it was. They did not bring back the breakfast. Yeah. We we weren't planning on doing that many breakfasts, and then this came back, and I was like, ah. Uh. All right, we're, we're, to. Gonna, we're gonna do this one. Yeah, I would, I would too. So, yeah, that's that's what's going on yeah. for my planning stuff right now. That's a good one. Um, but we're gonna head off to the halftime show here, and again, the halftime show this week once again is brought to you by Podcast Mics for Magic. We are extremely proud to be part of a group of podcasters who are supporting um, Podcast Mics for Magic. They are still raising money for Chalk, so Children's Hospital of Orange County. Um, and the whole idea was they were raising their money in a final push before the final ride of Splash. And now we know that Splash is closing. And so they are currently making their plans to be at Disneyland on the 30th of May, and they're going to ride. But before they ride, they want all the money that they can raise to go to Chalk. And so I'm 
I'm going to be posting stuff this week all over social media. Um, they're, they're posting their, their donation stuff. Um, we will be posting links. Uh, Johnny J and Hannah have found this wonderful organization. They did their research so we don't have to really um, worry about, you know, the reputable, um, you know, how reputable it is. All of the proceeds are going straight to the Children's Hospital. Um, they're going to be there riding Splash that final day. They'll be wearing T-shirts that kind of, like, identify them, everybody who's going to be out there with the crew. We can't, obviously, just drop everything and go. We would love to be able to be out there. But I'm going to be posting some links. So my call to action this week isn't about following us. It's not about sharing us. It's about really spreading the word about this fundraiser for Chuck. So if you could go... Um, and check out Podcast Mics for Magic on Instagram. That would be fantastic. And please, any donation, no matter how small, is um, definitely very, very appreciated. Welcome back. Uh, today we're going to discuss Rob's takeaways from Disney's California Adventure. But before we get to that, Rob has some groveling to do, some apologies to make. Yes. Go ahead. Yeah, so last episode I left out something very crucial, and that was my wife's favorite ride, which is Small World. And it sounds like I'm about to say something because I'm forced to, but I'm not. Like, I legitimately forgot to talk about Small World and, and how... So I shouldn't mention the, the like the knife to your back right now? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, I, Small World was really cool. So Small World in Disneyland, obviously it's the original... And it has a couple things that the Orlando one doesn't. And those two things are sort of the outdoor uh, facade on the outside. They have, it's almost like sculptural where they have uh, Mary Blair and Rolly Crump did their little sculptures on the outside. But you also get to take your boat um, uncovered. Maybe that's a better way to put it. Yeah. Because in Orlando, the boats stay inside the whole time. So you go on a little bit of an outdoor boat ride, which could be more difficult, I guess, if it was raining. But I don't think it rains too much in Los Angeles, uh, except for this year. I think it does yeah. rain quite a bit. But the inside, um, I would say, is different. It's not exactly the same as the way it is in Walt Disney World, but it's just as good, in my opinion. I think okay. the inside is really well done. Um, I, I really enjoyed the ride. I thought it was good. I'm not one of those people that's like, oh, geez, we got to do Small World. Like, that's not me. I really enjoyed it, and it was um, definitely a plus and I should have mentioned it last time, and it just didn't come up in conversation. There were a few things that didn't, but Small World was great. So I'm glad my wife brought that up, and um, yeah. Well, now we can proceed now that we took care of your apology, which is a very heartfelt apology to your wife who loves Small World. And obviously my daughter is going to like that too because yeah, yeah, she loves she's, it too. she's a big Small World oh, It was fan. good. It was good. So what I'd like to do is just start us off with the vibe you got from that entrance area. Sure. So uh, when you walk into California Adventure, um, my thought was going to be this park is going to be like Hollywood Studios in Disney World because it's kind of how it looks when you're watching the videos. But when I walked in, it just had a totally different vibe. And I don't know why. I guess I, it might be, honestly, you know what it might be? Trees. Yeah. Because when you, I'm, I'm trying to think of it now, and I'm thinking of the two in my head and comparing it A and B. When you walk into DCA, there's there's still trees all over the place, yeah. and they don't really have that. 
at Hollywood Studios, no. or or do they? And I'm just no, not thinking they, about they it. They don't. I mean, at Hollywood Studios is pretty barren. It's kind of like just a, you know, a land. It's not a landscape, so to speak. So I'm. Um, I actually in our studio here where we're recording. I have I have a, a video up as, as a park walkthrough, and I'm showing Nick right now. Yeah. You can see the screen where you are. Yeah. See how the, there's just trees everywhere, and this whole middle area, this hub that you walk into. It's all modeled after and supposed to look like you're in California. And mm-hmm. then from that middle hub, you can break off into the section of California that is themed towards, you know, the forest and the and north. trees. Yep. Off to the side. And then you can um, go off to a land within DCA that's called Hollywood Studios. Did right. You, did yeah. you know that? I, I did, didn't know that. I did know that. Yeah, it's cool. So there's a whole se- section that's called Hollywood Studios. There's Pixar Pier, which I'm sure we'll talk plenty about. There is Cars Land. Mm-hmm. There is Marvel Campus, Marvel Avengers, Avengers Campus. Yep. That's it. Avengers Campus. And then there's kind of a, an area that I don't think it necessarily has a name uh, that is kind of connect, connected to the Pacific Wharf, which is a like a restaurant area. And then kind of where Little Mermaid is on the far side where you can view the nighttime show that's called uh, World of Color. Okay. So that's kind of how the layout is of, of the entire park. All right. So let's start at the, you know, in that front part, let's pretend you're going off to the right there where it's more, right? It's off to the right. Mm -hmm. um, And you've got, um, you've got Soren over there, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. I don't know if listeners are going to want to hear my take on Soren. So go ahead and give us, because I know your take. It's not good. Yeah. (laughs) So Soren over California is currently what's, What's being shown over there, right? It is for a limited time, probably for a reason. Because I always thought, well, why? Why don't they just always make it that? Why yeah. don't they always make it soaring over California? And they're bringing it back for a limited time, and I just didn't understand why until I saw it. it so <laughs> people are like, "Wait, why? Why is it not?" So when you ride Soren, for people who've never ridden it before in in either park, so Soren generally is soaring around the world where you get in this thing that's kind of like a ski lift and it lifts you up in the air. Uh, our friend Mark hates it because yeah. he doesn't like heights. Yeah. So they, they bring you up in the air and it looks like you're flying through, you know, all these different places in the world, you know, Tahiti. And then you go down into, you kind of swoop down by an elephant and an elephant grabs a, like a trunk full of dust and throws it up in the air. And as you go through the dust, it to slowly transitions it's you so cool. into Germany I love that ride. or yeah, whatever you're flying the over. American Southwest or yeah. it's just beautiful transitions. The music is great. And Artistically, it's very well done. It is. Unfortunately, in California, when you do Soarin' Over California, which is just a different version, it, literally they're just playing a different movie. The, the way that they edit the movie is so harsh and jarring you feel like you're flying over, uh, what is it, Napa Valley with with all the grapes, yeah. and so it's this beautiful thing. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, there's no crossfade. There's nothing. It's just like boom, you're in a new place. There's n- no kind of transition whatsoever. It is. It really bothered well, me. I'm sure it at least lines up with the music, right? Not really. <laughs> and then they just blast these random smells, like didn't really match anything. Like this. Um, Maybe they were supposed to, but they, you they just, didn't. When you're in Napa, they didn't like make you smell like a wino. Kind of, and I remember that when they when we were in Napa, they gave me a and I said 
like I said to my wife, it smelled like a combination of grapes and apples. It was just a really weird, harsh smell that was like fruity, but not grapey. Gotcha. I don't know. I didn't love it. Uh, I was hoping I would. Yeah. I'm, I, truly, though, I'm glad I got to see it. Right. Because now you know you're not missing anything. Right. Right. And and I'm curious. Uh, again, I'm probably going to get some hate, but it is what it is. I'm curious for our listeners, if you like one better than the other and why, I would really like to know. Yeah. Because I got the impression when you when you told me about it that you really did not like it. No, I was let down. Like, oh, And so listen. If I got the footage of Soren over California, someone gave me that footage. Right. And I downloaded it to my computer and I edited in some crossfades and had it match up with that classic Soren music. I think I could fix it. Right. That's the thing. Is like And I'm just an amateur dude. Like well, I'm not yeah, I'm not I mean you do Yes and no. I mean you teach classes in it, but still like yeah. that AI can do a better job. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Like right. Instagram now recognizes like where the beats are in a song and yeah. helps your it will auto do your your reels. It's, it's cool. Like, so why can't they have done? I don't know. I, I don't know. That that stinks. I'm sorry for you. Yeah. It, it luckily we got Genie Plus that day, which side note was very helpful, especially if you're going to the parks for only two days. It was helpful to have that to be able to skip some of the lines. So, so I, I'm glad that I did that. The that that takes our negativity out of it, um, I think, because I think pretty much everything else you have to say for about the most part about the park is like super positive. Yeah, for the most part. There's a couple of things I thought could be better. Um, okay. Do you want me to do that now? Sure. Okay. Whatever you want. Avengers Campus was fun, and I really enjoyed seeing the characters. I enjoyed um, kind of the general vibe of it, but I feel like it just needs something else, and I can't tell you what that something else is. Other than maybe the rumors are they're putting in like a big e-ticket attraction with the Quinjet yeah. plane, a more okay. Avengers-centric big ride that they're talking about doing. And I think that may do it. That may kind of bring it over the top for me. Yeah, It's okay. It's just I feel like for what a gigantic franchise Marvel is, I just feel like they need to turn it up to 11. Yeah. It well, wasn't bad. And you you made the comment to me. That you felt like Web Slingers was underwhelming. It was. It was. A, I'm not a video game guy, and a lot of people are. And it's it's very similar to. Oh my gosh, I'm blanking. It's the Toy Story Midway Mania. Yeah. yeah. It's very similar to that. Only you just kind of shoot shoot webs with your hands, and you know all you're doing is, especially if you're if you have any kind of competitive family, like their arms are moving a thousand miles an hour, and you get off the ride, and you're like, I'm tired. That yeah. was exhausting. Yeah. It's. I don't know. It, it you sit in a double cart like you do right. in yeah. Midway Mania, where your backs are to another family's backs, not literally, but in the mm -hmm. same car, and you drive through and you just you shoot the uh, spider bots. So it was okay. The intro with Tom Holland, they actually got Tom Holland to reprise his role as Peter Parker and Spider Man, and that was great. Cool, but um, it wasn't bad. It mm -hmm. just, yeah, right. I don't know. It wasn't my favorite thing. Yeah, I, I mean, basically when. The takeaway I got from your takeaway when you were describing it is that you felt like Avengers Campus in particular was really cool to see the characters. Yeah, but you definitely. Didn't, you didn't really tell me a lot about like anything else, and so that just tells me yeah. that the land is cool, but that it's just not 
there yet. Well, another interesting thing, too, about Avengers Campus is it's one of the places where I, we really focused on seeing the shows. Right. So the shows, one of them was, uh, this is funny because <laughs> Nick and I were talking about this last night, is the Spider-Man stunt show. So I, and it's fine. I'm, I will admit I'm wrong. I won't out you. It's no. And I, I, I will admit it. Like I'm not, it, it is what it is. So Spider-Man does this stunt show. He comes out and he does flips and all this. It's very short. I think it's only like a fi- short five minute show, but then they had this animatronic Spider-Man that they rocket up into the air and it does flips and then it lands in a net and that animatronic had crashed at one point. Correct. And that was all over online. And then I didn't really know anything else in between about it. I go and I watch the show and it does a different type of flip than it did originally. So I looked up and I went, oh, my God, that's a real guy. (laughs) And and Nick's like, no, it wasn't. I go, it looked like a real guy. If it's not, I'm shocked. So he looked it up and my wife looked it up and they're like, it's not a real guy. I'm like, that's crazy. And I, I wasn't mad. I was just like, you got me. Like, I was convinced that that was, they, like, Spider-Man had to climb down in a thing and they slingshot him up in the I just, I would have loved, (laughs) I'm sorry. Because because I'm trying to think of, like, the meeting that would have had to take place between, like, the actuaries who do, like, the risk assessment. And, like, you know, what our idea is is to (laughs) rocket a human being from one building to another. And the actuary or the insurance people are like, yeah, totally. You can do that. You're right. Like, so that's... I'm just laughing at the prospect of actually like launching a real human the way that that animatronic is launched. I, but, I was convinced. I'm like, how yeah. did they do that? No, I I get it. Um, so do you want to keep talking about Avengers yeah. Campus or can yeah, we? And I'll finish yeah, it off. Yeah. Doctor Strange show oh, was really God. cool. You showed me the footage that you had of it. We got most of the video. We were. I would recommend if you're going to watch the Doctor Strange show to wait, get in line early. And get right up in the front because yeah. it is very cool. The the actor, I'm sure they have multiple actors that play Doctor Strange. The particular guy we got sounded just like him. Yeah, he, he looked, sounded and he looked, looked like yeah. Cumberbatch. It was great. And they have uh, guest Avengers that come out during the show. Mm-hmm. I won't give it away because it's it's a great surprise. But it, it was awesome. And then the grand finale, they took the the Tower of Terror and they rethemed it into Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout. It was awesome it was so good i've heard it's better oh definitely but it's also more intense Uh, yeah i I think so (laughs) i think so i think the reason why i liked it better is the the, i was laughing so when i go on tower terror i'm laughing because Mm -hmm. i'm having so much fun but it's supposed to be the scary thing at the same time right like i'm not frightened i'm laughing like this is awesome this particular ride took that part of my experience of the laughing and having a great time and played oh i have oh it's i have it right here they played uh jackson five i want you back okay so jackson five is blasting if you're familiar with that yeah, song yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. fun song yeah and intercut with all of the guardians of the galaxy and just funny footage right like it shows star war star lord getting like looks like he gets eaten by an alien and you're laughing and then you drop and you're laughing and then you watch more footage. Which is so much fun. Which is why I think a lot of times like people will shy or younger people will shy away from Tower of Terror. Yeah. So like I could see my daughter not wanting to go on it just because of the scary part of like the elevator showing down the with the ghost and whatever. Like that being but she wouldn't have a problem with the drops, I don't think. Yeah. So I think honestly that that Mission Breakout looks like something I would love to do. Yeah. 
I, I knew that you were going to enjoy that one, but um, I wasn't prepared for you to say that how much more you enjoyed that one. And we were talking last night about all the different Marvel characters that we saw. And I think it got to the point where if you're looking at like the main Avengers and the main characters that are in the movies. Yeah, you saw a lot. There were very few I didn't see. You, like you we didn't went, see Hulk, right? We didn't see Hulk. We didn't see Captain Marvel. We didn't see, oh my gosh, I'm trying to think of the more recent movies who wouldn't have been there. I mean, okay, Spider-Man, Ant-Man, Wasp, Captain America, Thor, Iron Man, Black Panther, uh, Loki. Do- Loki was there. Doctor Strange. I think I said Spider Man when I began. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's so. Oh, Guardians of the Galaxy. The best one I saw was Groot. Oh yeah, you saw. You showed My me. God, some Groot was like eight feet tall. That's the, so cool. The costume was so good. Star Lord, Gamora. Um, I don't know. The list goes on. But if you're a Marvel fan, like, and I know they're people in costumes, but they're the movie costumes. Yeah. And they look pretty similar. If you can kind of. You know, suspend your disbelief or right. belief, whatever the word is. Like it's, it was very cool. So that's that's, awesome. that's my take on Avengers Campus. I did not eat at Pim's te- Test Kitchen where they have the giant and the small food. Right. Probably next time. Cool. Yeah. So that's um, that's my take on um, it. It. I think if they open an e-ticket attraction around the Avengers where they have the Quinjet. Yeah. I think it'll be it'll be perfect. Okay. Not bad. Definitely good. Could be amazing soon. Sounds that's, good. That's my thoughts. On so that. where would you like to go next in the park? Because, um, you know, you were there. So uh, if we just travel next door to that is Cars Land. Yeah. Okay. So Cars Land. Um, here's my take on Cars Land here. I think here's my idea. So any Imagineers listening, take this yeah. advice. Okay. <laughs> Joe Rody's listening right now. So Joe, if you're listening in Florida, in the Magic Kingdom, they're looking to expand, right, beyond Thunder Mountain. Yeah. So guess what the Thunder Mountain mountains match perfectly is Radiator Springs. Yeah. So how great would it be to take, go after Thunder Mountain to extend it, connect it sightline-wise, and turn it right into Radiator Springs? So you think it's that good that it needs to be in Magic Kingdom? Oh, my God. It's so good. Yeah. So Radiator Springs, if you've ever seen the movie Cars, they recreate... That main drag with Flo's V8 Cafe, uh, Luigi's, everything that's in the movie. Cozy Cone, right? Cozy Cone. They recreate it exactly like it is in the movie. It is really, really cool. If you've never seen Cars and you walk in there, you're like, oh, it's a cute little small town. But if you've seen Cars over and over, like my son watched it over and over when I was little, and I liked the movie too. I mean, Mater's one of my favorite characters in all of Disney. He's hilarious. It's very cool how accurate it is. So within um, that spot, there are three different rides, um, one restaurant, and then Cozy Cone has different snacks inside. And if you haven't seen this either, if you're on our Instagram, I actually went live twice, one one with Nick and then one separate. I walked around and looked at yeah. some of the different things in Cars Land. So hop on there. You can watch that, too, if you want to see some of that footage. So we ate at Flo's V8 Cafe, which was pretty good. I got like a, uh, a turkey club with a gluten-free bun, but I I, I showed you the pictures yeah. of what our view was like. Yeah. So this is just a regular old restaurant. We got our food, and we walked outside because the weather was really nice. Our view was like better than some of the deluxe resort restaurant views. Yeah. We had the v- perfect view of Radiator Springs. It was one of the 
best. Uh, we'll have to post it on social media at some point. Yeah. It was incredible. So there's three rides. There is Rollickin' Roadsters, which is Luigi, and you sit in these little cars, and they do kind of a choreographed dance. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, the video you showed me reminds me of, like, the Minnie and Mickey's Runaway Railway when, yes, you, go the in the, when you go in the room. Yeah. Yes. Uh, there's also Mater has a ride, and Mater's ride is the same ride system as Alien the Swirling. Alien Swirling yeah. Saucers. We didn't do that. We ran out of time. I wanted to. And then the big e-ticket attraction was uh, the, at the very end, is Radiator Springs Racers. Yeah. Which was a lot of fun. So if you haven't seen that, um, I don't have to describe the whole ride, other than it's very similar in ride systems to Test Track in Epcot. So there, there's a lot of similarities if, if you ride both of them. And it starts off. Uh, like an outdoor, nice, smooth little ride. Then you go inside and you see all the cars, animatronics. And then at the very end, you match up with another car that's on a simultaneous track and you do an actual race. Not actual. Yeah. It's randomized. So one car ends up winning at the end. Right. But it was, that was a great, great ride. That's awesome. Yeah. It was fun. It wasn't my favorite one, but it was maybe, maybe top three. That, well, you know, it's certainly the, the theming inside of that land. Mm hmm just to me seems so much better yeah i mean it just seems so much better than anything we have yeah and i i thought about that a lot i thought you know is it better than toy story land i was trying to figure out what how i felt about that and is it better or is it not and i'm i'm, I'm sure that can be a pretty good debate we could put that up as a, a poll for our listeners but i would say i liked Radiator Springs, maybe a little better, a little bit, because I really like Toy Story Land too. But yeah, I mean, it was cool. I just think that that you know, like you said, if you've seen Cars and you've enjoyed Cars, mm -hmm. then those lands are gonna see. That's a very good point. Hit, hit different. If you you're know? not a Cars person, you may <clears throat> just be like, oh wait, Toy Story Land's way better because they have the lights up above and um. You know, I went back at night and I got to see it at night and during the day and both were incredible. I yeah. really I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, you wanna head over to Pixar Pier? Yeah. So Pixar Pier, if you are a West Coast person, I'm sure you're familiar with, you know, kind of the, the boardwalk and the amusement parks. Obviously that's what it's themed after. Well, I mean I think first I mean it's not just a West Coast, it's you know, yeah, Myrtle New, Beach or, or New Jersey the Jersey Shore. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think when before I went there, I was like, yeah, you know, that might be kind of cool, but I wasn't, I wasn't really super excited about. No, that was that the part, part of it. That was the part where you were you had told me. I remember you specifically mm -hmm. saying, "Well, I want to do everything, so I'm going to do it, but um, I really only care about Incredicoaster over there." Mm -hmm. And then when you came back, you're like, "Oh my god!" It was such a great. It was so fun. It it made you so happy, and there was so much to do. It's it's on the screen right now. Um, we're we're kind of watching part of it. They they have like those little carnival games. Yeah. Like if the Dinosaur Land were actually cool, they have those kind of games there. They have a Ferris wheel called the Pixar Pal around that we'll talk in a minute. They have oh my gosh, I can't even tell you how many rides there are around the outside. Uh, I maybe twelve. Wow. Uh, there's so many like little mini attractions around the outside. I bet I'm close with 12. Wow. It seems like it's too many, but I, I, I think it is. You can look it up if you want. Yeah. But 
the ride that I think I would put as number one in DCA is going to be the Incredicoaster. The Incredicoaster is a hybrid coaster. It is built with wood, but it also has um, steel, um, a steel track to it. It goes upside down, which is not too intense. It is just right for um, kind of the the younger the younger riders. It it's one of the longest roller coasters, I I, I guess in in North America that that they boast. But it's um, it has just a great story. So the story for the Incredicoaster has to do with uh, you have to find Baby Jack Jack. So along the coaster, you have speakers in your ear that's narrating what's going on. So you can hear Edna and uh, Mrs. Incredible. What does she go by? Incredible? Elastigirl. Elastigirl, right. She's not Mrs. Yeah. Elastigirl. And she's kind of like, those two are um, narrating the story of how we got to find Jack-Jack. And they have little statues set up around the ride. It tells a great story. And it's a long story. I can't remember how many minutes it was, but it was significantly long a lot of fun on that ride it's one of the few photo pass opportunities that you have that photo actually came out pretty good yeah that one that one did look good we wrote it twice so we have two of them mm-hmm. and we after we wrote it once we know where the the actual photo was so my my son and i posed for that he pretended he was asleep and i did a thumbs up yeah which is his funny go-to like he's yeah. sleeping on a roller coaster yeah right yeah. or maybe he fainted that'd be funny too I think I think actually that he did that a couple of times on our last trip together. Yeah, too. he did. So yeah. so on my uh, if I'm doing an unofficial Diz list, I'll give you my top three so far, since I've covered all of them at this point. I would say number one is going to be Incredicoaster. That was my favorite. Mm-hmm. I would say number two is Guardians of the Galaxy uh, Mission Breakout. That was two, and I would say number three is Radiator Springs Racers. Those would be my three. And yeah. then if we do our typical top five, if I were to go to, to four and five at this yeah. point, um, I'd have to think for a minute. It, it you know, probably wouldn't wouldn't be Soren. Yeah. Uh, you know, the Ferris wheel was fun. I don't know if I would put that on the list. Um, I, I'm trying to think. of. I'm things. shocked you got your wife on that because <laughs> she did great. She and I both You're share not- share an irrational fear of Ferris wheels. Yeah. Um, she did pretty well. She was a trooper and she just kind of looked down and like I was because we brought in snacks. I was sitting there eating Cheetos and like looking around. Yeah, That's a hard no. If you're moving on a Ferris wheel with me, you're about to get punched in the teeth. She was like, you know, she did really well. She and the kids did well, too. It's so weird for me because like on the Skyliner, I'll stand up. I'll look around on a Ferris wheel. If you are breathing wrong, I'm going to get mad. Can you explain to our listeners, because this would be funnier if you explain this, even though I was there. Can you explain the two different types of cars you can ride in on the Ferris wheel? Oh, yeah. This will be way funnier from you. <laughs> well, you've got the ones on the outside. The stationary. Stationary. And you have the ones that are basically sliding in and out. And I had contended with Rob's wife, because I was thinking about the height. I said, you know, I'll bet the ones that slide might be a better bet because you'll slide inside right, in the, and you, in won't, the center. you won't be as high. <laughs> and then Rob, because I hadn't really watched the video. And then Rob showed a video. I was like, yeah. hell no. Well, these, these swinging cars, like they'll swing to the point. I don't know. What's that angle? Is that a 45? 45 degree angle? Every bit of that. Yeah. Every bit. They swing, like yeah. really swing. It, like, so I, I was wrong. 
very clearly wrong. Um, I still don't know if I could bring myself to even go on the stationary cars. I it's high. I have a lie. Irrational fear of of those particular attractions. I'm trying I'm, to. Find I'm not ashamed. Not ashamed to admit my fear of Ferris wheels. I don't know what it is because it's like I know I'm not going anywhere, and I certainly know that I'm not going anywhere in one on at Disney more so than one at a fair. Yeah. But like, still, I like the like just the idea of being in that. At, in that enclosed area and somebody moving the cart wrong, I would, I would lose my mind. But anyway, so one of the cool things about being up there on top of the Ferris wheel for our non um, afraid of heights listeners, oh, you got some great pictures. We did. And one shot I shot from the South to the North and up towards Disneyland, you can see the Matterhorn. You can see Space Mountain, and then beyond that, you can see like an actual mountain range. Yes, yeah, Nevada's with, with snow caps. Yeah, like there was snow on the top, yeah. so it was like real mountains because there's none of that in Florida. I I forgot which yeah. one. I think they said Space Mountain is like the tallest mountain in Florida. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's wild. Yeah. Um, um, so Pixar Pier was great too. Loved it. Um, and then that kind of leads us around. We didn't get to do Goofy's Sky School. That was uh, just a kind of a fun roller coaster. It's kind of a long story why we didn't get to go on it, but I don't want to dwell too much on stuff like that. If you curve back around uh, the lake there, there's Little Mermaid, which is a clone of the one that is in Magic Kingdom. It was great. We wrote it. It's exactly the same. I don't have any opinion because there's no difference. Well, I I know you don't want to dwell on that. On right? what part? The, the Goofy Sky School. Sure. But I do think it's important people who aren't Disneylanders to know yeah. what happened. Sure. And I'll tell the story. I was going to wait till later when we, I talk about world of color, but I'll do it. Sorry. Now. It's fine. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. If it comes up in conversation, we'll go for it. So at the end of the night, they do a, a nighttime show that's called world of color. And there's one kind of main viewing area. I would compare it to Epcot. If you've been to Epcot yeah. where you can kind of stand anywhere around uh, the seven seas. Looking. Right. But not all views. No, that's not, is that what it's called? Why am I blanking on that? I didn't have enough the, coffee this morning. <laughs> You're talking about in, what's, in Epcot? What's the name of the um, World Showcase Lagoon? Is that what it's called? Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm there. Uh, you can stand anywhere around there and really enjoy the same show. Yeah, but not all views are created equally. Correct. Now, in this one, you really only have... Okay, let's go with angles again. I'm going to use the math guy. You really only have... This is the only angle that's viewable. Right. And it's not quite, this is 45, right? You can't uh, see, yeah, I'm moving I mean, my arms right now, but you can't see sure. this is an audio medium. And if we bring it out a little bit more, maybe a 55 degree angle? Yeah. I mean, that's probably a good, I would say it looks like about, from my estimation, from what you showed me on a map that when we were talking about this in school, I would call it like 30% of the pie. Okay. Like yeah, if, I think the, that's if fair. the center is your bo- yep. is your focal point, yep. I would say if you had a pie wedge, so so two pie wedges of uh, Trivial Pursuit yep. worth of good viewing angles. And when we went to go and view, everything was already full. So there was a, kind of an area in the middle that they made you walk through, and you couldn't stop and watch the show. There was a right. walkway, I mean, or yeah. so there were a couple places where we looked up ahead and we go, "Oh, there's a spot. Let's go!" And we'd kind of run up to that spot that looked like it was open, and we would turn, and there'd be a pole. And then we'd go, oh, here's one, and we'd run up and we'd turn, and it was something else obstructing our view. So we eventually got 
to the very far end of that 30 degree where you couldn't go any further and not see anything. Right. So we got some footage that I did show Nick the other night where you could kind of see the show. It wasn't a great place to view it. And as we were walking, when we got off of, I think we got off of Soren at that point, and we were walking, we got to see the show as we were moving. It was great. They have um, these kind of uh, spouts of water that come up. And they have a, a mist of water that they uh, project different Disney, um, yeah. what, whatever song is on at the time. But what we were getting to earlier, what Nick was alluding to, is that during that time when they do the show, all of the rides that are kind of in the uh, all around that little um, lake, that lake yeah. in the center, they all are shut down. Which makes that sense. That's yeah. not an issue. But so, don't. Go ahead. Well, I had a lightning lane. Which, that's my, don't let somebody get a lightning lane for that time then. That I purchased, right. Well, I, it's not like an individual, individual Yeah, but you but paid for it. Genie Plus. Yeah, and I booked it for 9.10, 9.15, something like that. And the show started at 9 o'clock. So we're making our way over there to get on Goofy. And they're like, sorry, you, you can't ride it right now, but you can use it on any other attraction. So we're pretty far into the park where if we want to use it on another attraction... You gotta really walk because right. the closest thing is, oh my gosh, I don't even know. Probably something over in Cars Land or yeah, well, Spider Man. I or just something. why are they allowing? Why do they even have lightning lanes open? Availability that? during that time. That's for any of those rides. I mean, in the end, it probably worked out better because you had a lightning lane that you could use on anything. Yeah, yeah but we then did for the end of the night. So I mean, I I just think it's important that people know that like, hey, during this time you can't ride these attractions, which it makes sense. I'm, I don't have an issue with them not having the retractions running, I have an issue with them allowing you to book a lightning lane during the time that they know they're not going to have the attractions running. Yeah. So. Uh, and what else did I put down here? Oh, so this is kind of interesting, too. By 5 o'clock, this is how busy it was. I didn't tell you this yet. This is why I take notes when I'm there. All lightning lanes, everything, was sold out by 5 o'clock. Well, you were, I mean, you were there during spring break. Yeah, I know. I, just an interesting fact that we couldn't get anything. So that Sky School one, like we had, what do we call them? We, I did some stacking. Right? right, yeah. So I did some stacking, but I, I tried to go in and see if I could switch one of mine. Right. And I couldn't. Everything was gone by that uh, that 5 o'clock time. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, there's more, too. And some some of this I shared with you. Some of I didn't. There's I would call this one a hidden gem. So this one is kind of cool. If you walk down into the Hollywood Studios area, mm -hmm. which is probably the least busy maybe maybe that and kind of that area where like uh the grizzly river run is over there but we walk down in and they have this building and inside this building they have a couple really interesting things that you can do that you wouldn't notice because you just walk right by it and you walk in and you can do turtle talk with crush you can do the uh the drawing the animation drawing like they have over that i talk about in all animal, the time animal kingdom yeah. yep and then the third one that they had there was called uh, the Sorcerer's Workshop. Yeah. And when we just, so we went there and we wanted to do the animation class. You know, we're all artists. We love to draw. And they said, well, the next showing is at such and such a time. And it was kind of a ways away. So we said, oh, let's, let's check out this Sorcerer's Workshop. So we go in the Sorcerer's Workshop, not knowing what to expect. And you walk in and they have uh, one of these machines. I think it's called a rotoscope where you draw and you create an animation on a long, thin sheet of paper, 
and you take it and you wrap it in the inside of this circular machine that spins. Mm -hmm. You spin the machine and it creates, looks like an animation. I'm sure listeners have seen the the man riding the horse. That was one of the first moving images. Moving images. So you can draw one of those. So uh, my daughter at the time, she's like, let's do one. So I quickly sketched out. Uh, like a Mickey Mouse head kind of flying up and down like a balloon. And my daughter went in and like, you know, rendered them and colored them in. So we kind of drew it together. It was a lot of fun. Put it in the machine, spun it. And it was really cool. Yeah. I I tried to show you video, but it was just the frame rate of my camera didn't, do justice I mean, to I it. think it did. I think it looks In it looks person, fine. it was way better. Oh, I'm sure it was. Yeah. But, like, I think it, I still could understand what you were seeing. And that was a lot of fun. Yeah. So if you have people that you go to the parks with who have attention spans for a average or, or above average amount of time for mm-hmm. attention, right? that's a great thing to do. Now, my wife and son came back in. They're like, come here. You got to see this. So we walked down this, like, hallway. It's all still part of this, you know, sorcerer's workshop. And we walk in this room, and it's the Beast's Library from Beauty and the Beast. That's so cool. It's like a double high ceiling, maybe even a triple high ceiling. And there's books all over. There's a stained glass window with the Beast on it. The lights kind of flicker. Awesome. It's kind of like what you would get in Be Our Guest. Right. But just an attraction that you can walk through. Walk through. So inside of it, there's these little, like, you know, kind of computer stations set up. Mm -hmm. And my wife goes, try this out. This is cool. It tells you what Disney character you are. I said, what do you mean? She goes, look. So, like, my daughter sat down and did it, and you have to answer a couple questions. Like, basic things like, um, do you like to take chances, or do you like things planned out? You know, like those yeah, kind of questionnaires. Like a BuzzFeed. Exactly. Yeah. It was very similar. That's a really good comparison. So we answered maybe six or seven, and then they tell you what character you are. Gotcha. At, at the end. And that was kind of fun to kind of reveal who, uh, which, which character. I could see on a hot day that being a really great, it like, was great. like you say, a hidden gem, kind of get it out of really the, beat the heat. So. And we just kind of stumbled upon it. Cool. And as we left that attraction, the exit, it exits into the store that highlights all things that are kind of Disney animation and art and drawing, which we love as a family. And over in the corner, there's an actual Disney animator sitting there drawing she was drawing remy yeah ratatouille we have video of it and like we didn't bug her we you know you know when you're drawing you're in the zone right but just to see that actual disney animator drawing remy was just so cool to see in real life yeah so that that's kind of my unofficial hidden gem for this park that that's cool that i i would recommend and turtle talks in there we actually didn't do the drawing class right we did we drew the animation we did the the beast and we knew that it was similar to the one that was in Walt Disney World. Mm-hmm. You know, a different animator, I'm sure. But we appreciated doing something that we couldn't do right. in you, Florida. And you, that was that was kind of our goal. You got your fix. For this trip, yeah. So that's kind of cool. Yep. Um, and shortly after that, we went and got dinner at this place called the Pacific Wharf, which is cool. And I think you would really like. Where did, where did you eat there? Uh, we ate the Chinese food place. Okay. It's called Lucky Fortune Cookie, I think it was called. Yeah, Lucky Fortune Cookie we ate. Um, we knew that there were some gluten-free options. And again, we have kids that um, are not the most adventurous eaters like you do in your family. And that's what makes this podcast great is our families are interested in different things. And uh, the food was okay. It wasn't horrible. It was it was decent there. It was also decent at uh, Flo's V8 Cafe, the the turkey club sandwich that I got. Mm-hmm. 
And oh my god, there's a funny story. I didn't tell you this. I've been waiting to tell you this story too. Um, I I didn't want to give everything away when when cause, yeah we will chat obviously off air. Nick yeah, and I are friends, but so we're <laughs> we're eating at the Pacific Wharf. So the Pacific Wharf is kind of like. It's sort of like a food court, but not really. It's outdoors. There's lots of different places you can go in and get food, like all these little restaurants all together, and then like this giant outdoor seating area. Right. Really classy. Really kind of that Pacific yeah. vibe. It's yeah. great. So at one point, <laughs> there's we look over to the side, and it's kind of the back entrance to Cars Land. Right. And this guy, <laughs> um, we, we hear somebody go, Attention, California Adventure! And we look over, and it's just this guy, probably this, I don't know, 55-year-old guy So not a, yelling. Cast, not a cast member. No. Attention! And I'm like, oh, he's going to like give us some weird statement or yeah. something political or... Yeah. Attention, California Adventure! It's our first time here! We're having a great time! Put your hands in the air like you just don't care. Woo! Like Ric Flair. And everyone just looks at this guy and pauses. And then everyone starts clapping and going, putting their hands and saying woo. And then and my wife turns to me and goes, I bet you that was a dare. I, so I, I have to tell you that I picture in 10 years Rob doing the same thing. To his family to embarrass the heck out of him. Like, here's what I picture. If he's about that age, right? He's at 55-ish? Yeah. I picture, I, he's there. I picture he's there with, like, his son or daughter who is probably, like, maybe dating somebody and brought them along. And he's like, watch this. I don't know if I would allow that. Um, What do you mean? You don't know if you'd allow what? Um, Them to bring anybody on our trip. Oh, well, at this point, they may be even engaged. If he's, like, 55, 60, yeah, and they I don't can know be. If I would, even engaged, I don't know if I'll allow that. Okay, well, you you do you. But my point is, it's a heck of a way to embarrass the hell out of your children. That you did not tell me that, and that is a gem. That's a gem right there. But I still funny. picture you doing it. Oh my gosh! Um, and then you wanted to end with kind of some general notes. Yeah, I we're so, getting close to closing here. So yeah. I have some overall overarching things. Yeah. You can ask questions. I, I have that. a question for you sure. because I know your take on this and I was shocked mm -hmm. about your take on this. Sure. Food. Yeah. And my question is Disney World, Disneyland. Disney World. Yeah. Disney World had better food and we had heard that the quick service was better in California and especially in Disneyland our quick service meals were bad. Yeah. They were not good. And I thought the food in California Adventure was, was good. It was average. But with the bad food that we had in Disneyland, I would rate it lower. So I think that one of the comments you made was that it was really difficult for somebody with celiacs at yeah, Disneyland. Yeah, it was. It was, it was tougher. The, the options were much more limited. So if you're a West Coast person who's listening and saying, well, there's this and there's that, it wasn't, I would say there's we did our research to what was available as far as gluten-free and there's a heck of a lot more available in Orlando. And, you know, partially because we're there a lot and we know where we can go, but there, um, and again, you know, I have two kids that don't, that are not adventurous. I don't want to call them picky because it, it, they'll eat different stuff, Yeah. but they also, you're there for your kids and, you know, a lot of times you go to places they want to go and that's, that's fine too. 
And I know you commented uh, last week about the crowds at Disneyland. Mm -hmm. Was it a similar vibe over in DCA? Yeah, it was basically the same. Everyone was very laid back and friendly and cool. And people weren't getting angry and bent out of shape and screaming and starting fights and yelling at cast members. I mean, it's so common in Disney World to see. Yeah, I don't even bat an eye now. It's I mean, like... it's it was so cool. It was so laid back. There, um, let's see, what what did I notice? Uh, there were a lot of like um, punk rock, hardcore, and metal people our age walking around, and I I fall in that category too. So we can. You know, we saw a lot of them. We saw very few Disney dad shirts. If I were to give an estimate, I, when I go to, to Disney World, we'll, we'll go home seeing probably, I don't know, what, 150 Disney dad shirts? Oh, 200? Yeah. And it's a joke we have. Like, yeah. So when we when we bring that up. And if you're a person who wears the Disney dad shirts, we're not insulting you. We're just saying, wear a different shirt. <laughs> Pick a different one. <laughs> um, there were I saw probably four the whole time, and the parks were mobbed. I only saw four Disney dad shirts. Any uh, most expensive day ever?s Not that I remember. Maybe my family saw. There were less girls with ears on. Really? Yes, we saw very few ears. It was a lot of, I don't know. It was just a lot of like average dress. We saw. Oh, this is an interesting story too, and I bet you you'll figure this one out because I did eventually. We're walking around. And I go, that guy's got a. Edmonton Oilers hat on and I keep walking I go that's weird like you don't really see a lot of people wearing Edmonton well and then it's the another, West Coast and then another shirt and then on the other side of the park another one and they weren't all part of the same group so I said to myself oh, I yeah. go, hey hey I go check the look look check this the schedule up. out are the Oilers playing the Ducks which is the Anaheim yeah. hockey team yeah so my son looked it up and in fact they were in town playing so what I think happened is you probably had from wherever they are from in the country or in 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 Canada would come to to Anaheim and see the Oilers Ducks game and then visit the parks. I think it's easier to do that in and correct me if I'm wrong, but like at Disneyland Resort because you're not like trapped on property. Mm-hmm. Um where and I don't mean you're trapped on property at Disney World, but you kind of are. Mm-hmm. I mean, they do their best to keep you um in captivity so to speak. Uh-huh. So so I think it's probably easier to enjoy like Hey, we're going to go to the parks. We're going to do this, but we're also going to enjoy a game. We're also going to go. I mean, you went and saw friends, and that's not as yep. easy in Orlando. We walked around a little bit more and saw Mariners hats, and guess what? They were playing the Angels. They were. Yeah. Uh, last takeaway. Yeah, go ahead. Um, when we were at Disneyland, everything was so compressed. The walkways yeah. were more narrow. Yeah. It just seemed so much more crowded because everything is in so tight. When we went to California Adventure, it seems like, you know, the, the civil engineers who went into and Imagineers who helped design it. I just know that civil engineering is yeah. oh, yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. part of the walkways. Uh-huh. The walkways were double, triple wide. Everything I, had much more, much more similar. So the you got to remember the time that they were built, right? Correct. So I'm sure for the time, Disneyland was appropriate. Yep. But things have changed with Americans with Disabilities Act, so yes. the ADA compliancy, mm-hmm. and there's only so much you can do for walkways and stuff to make them wider once a whole park's built. So I'm sure that Disneyland is compliant, but it's uh, a lot harder to retrofit, whereas DCA being a newer build, yeah. it's much easier. And, oh, I didn't mention this either. If food and wine was going on, yeah, we there was so much 
we didn't even get to it. Yeah. And I mean, there's not a ton that we can eat anyways, but I'm sure there was some some fun um, drinks options. Yeah. But, you know, I, I think we probably did 70 percent of everything. OK. And, and but that again, was going hard. We went hard and did 70 percent Disneyland. We probably did 65. Yeah, maybe 70 percent there, too. Yeah. There was still a lot that I missed. And my goal, and I did not meet my goal, my goal was to do everything in Disneyland that didn't, that doesn't exist in Disney World. Mm-hmm. And I still, uh, the, the the ride or the line for Finding Nemo was incredibly long. And plus, maybe one of my family members did not want to be underwater in a, and I'm not going to throw them under the bus. Uh, they, we did not do the monorail. We did not do uh, Casey's uh the train, the Casey Jr. train, uh, and I feel like there was one or two others that we didn't get to do that they didn't have there. But I don't know if you, you don't count Autopia because uh, no, Autopia I mean, is just we didn't get to do that. Um, but I would I'd love to go back and I'd love to have a day and a half to two days for for each park. Yeah, I think two days sounds like the sweet spot personally, but I don't know. Our Disneyland friends certainly will comment on social media. And let us know all the wrong takes that Rob has. I'm expecting some hate. Wrong takes? Yeah. Yeah. I'm expecting some hate mail about soaring over California. I'm expecting some um, some genuine laughter about Rob thinking that Disney was launching a human being through the air. I was convinced because yeah. the other one, it, it I, didn't move like the other one. Here's the thing. When you I'm po- like, oh my God, they really did it. When you said they did it with a human, when you posted that on social media, I thought for sure you were joking. No. And so I was like, oh, that's a funny joke. No. And then last night was the first time I found out he was yeah, serious. I was and I was serious. like, oh, my God. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the, I'm really glad we got to uh, do these two episodes to recap your, your visit. Um, next week, we'll get back to our normal thing of doing some lists and ranking them. But yep. uh, for right now, we're going to sign off. So it's a great, big, beautiful tomorrow. And tomorrow's just a list away. Tune in next time, and we'll see you real soon. <laughs>